Hey, everybody. Welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding, Episode 90. Of course, I'm here with Dusty Hanshaw, myself, Big Ron Partlow. Today, we got a bunch of Instagram questions, and we're going to shoot the shit on It's Just Bodybuilding. Dusty, my friend, no hat, no hair. I, I did a fresh shave for you. Did you, you tilt really your my camera? Hat, you got to tilt your camera a bit. I don't want it to be cutting that that clean looking head off. It's a valid point. You I know, need the whole I, dome. Need yeah. the whole dome. And I got the hey. lighting situated. I still go a little dark. That way, I'm, you know, better looking in the dark. So, so, so how much how much of that hairline is tattoo? All of it. The whole thing. Yeah, my entire head is a tattoo, and I have no hair right now because I just shaved it. So if so, where do you actually have hair left? Is what well, I, I have mean. hair here, but I don't have any back here. So that's all tattooed. I think. I think. Yeah, the whole head is tattooed, but this. So they even tattoo where you have hair. That right. way, when I shave it, it's even. Um, you're more. You're more dependent on that part of it. Yeah, and I think what it is, and I didn't really think about this, but I think the <laughs> heat, the heat coming off of my halo, uh, as an angel, is probably what caused that. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So you know, I, I actually speak in a body heat and being an angel. Right. I uh, I noticed yesterday we were training. We were training really hard. Um, you know, it's nice out here. It's not hot, but it's nice. You know, yeah. had the doors open, fans on. You know, we're training really hard. And I noticed that I'm not sweating like I used to. You know, I still get sweaty. Like on leg day, I'm still sweating and stuff. But like, not like I used to sweat. Like, where you're fucking disgusting, you know what I mean? And Dusty's yelling at his dogs. There you go. Actually, I know what just happened. <laughs> I have a huge issue inside of my freezer right now because uh, I blew up a drink just now. I'm positive. It's awesome. Oh. I don't want to open it. No, no, I don't want to open it. Just wait till if I don't for- look, it's not there. But actually, I was sitting here, and I'm like, oh, something fell in the freezer. And they're like, oh, I put a glass drink in there. Well, that's gone. Anyways, ah, I do this sometimes. Okay. That's yeah. okay. That that goes back to my Diet Coke story. Remember the pop can I left in my truck? Yes. And it fucking popped and painted the whole inside of my truck with brown foam? <laughs> Jeez. I, I just love that I uh, – <clears throat> that, number one, my dogs are fucking fierce – Yes. They hear a shotgun and they go towards it, which is impressive. Uh, number two, that I actually immediately was like, oh, yeah, that's uh, it's, uh, you know what pissed me off the most about it. That was $2. God damn it. Fuck. It's a fucking wasted drink. Oh, well. No. Yeah, know. so that was a, that was, now you know two things. Apparently, f- five hours in a freezer is too long for a Perrier. Right. And Yorkies are fierce mother truckers. Yes. <clears throat> now, well, you everyone, know. everyone knows the second part of that. Yeah, obviously. They've seen Donna. So, so, yeah. so I was just saying that I don't sweat as much as I used to. And, yes. I mean, it's I almost, like, I still sweat, but it's not like I used to. Like, you know, body weight, number of calories being eaten, body fat. I was going to say, because you're lean, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, you know how, like, near the end of your prep, when you're really, really lean, you're, like, just not as sweaty? Yeah. So, it, and and I noticed like I still run really hot at night once in a while though. Like I'll wake up like the other night I 
I don't know, I must have just had like extra food that day or something. I don't know what triggered it, but I woke up middle of the night and I was fucking soaked. They had to put a towel down. <laughs> and then the next morning, Emily's like, you had to put a towel down? I just changed the fucking sheets. Like, what happened? I'm like, I don't know. I just fucking melted last night. Like, brutal. But for the most part, I'm running a lot cooler than I used to run. I remember just being hot all the time at all times, no matter what. Right. And you live in Arizona, so you must always be hot. Yeah. that's It's, uh, I mean, A, fat, B, weight, and yes. <laughs> all those things I just listed, you're like, yeah. yes. You know, you know all the things that you list as reasons you've cooled down? They're all the reasons I'm getting hotter. Plus, it's a million degrees here. So Yeah. You know those, like, studies they do where, you know how people have, like, well, I mean, it's not, not just generically true with everyone, but generally people have this idea that, like, a marathon runner has a higher metabolism than a big fat power lifter. Right. But then they put them in those those like bio chambers, right? And they realize they're like, holy shit! It's not. It's completely the opposite. The marathon runner's just small because he he burns so many calories running. Yeah. So his his activity level is so ridiculous. But the power lifter is the one who changes the temperature in the room, and alters the gas like the gas ratio in the room of oxygen oh, yeah. and carbon dioxide and, and just sucks up everything and <laughs> put one one giant strong man in the room and the oxygen level drops if co2 level rises the temperature spikes humidity goes up <laughs> i was in uh i was in chicago of it wasn't dead winter but it was winter enough that there was snow on the ground and it, we we were walking from a restaurant to a place to get dessert, and it started so raining. Like maybe freezing, like one yeah, yeah degrees yeah. above zero. Yeah. So you know, now we're walking from a restaurant to a to a place to get a dessert. It's about three blocks. You've already we, eaten, and you're going to eat yeah, more. Yeah. So we get there, and we get inside of this. Uh, it was like the side of a building, but but they but they just had it enclosed. And a guy looks over at me and goes, Jesus Christ, you're steaming. There was steam coming off of me. And yeah. I'm like, what? So I take my phone out to look, and you could literally just see steam. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that is the temperature of me walking outside in a T-shirt in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's funny. I, I, You definitely don't run as hot when you lose, like, 60 pounds. Yeah, it's but, just I, like... but you do start wearing tank tops, I have to point out. Huh? You, have a, you have a tank top on. You no, I have a sleeveless shirt. I cut the sleeve. That's off. the same shit. Yeah, no, cut no, the tank, tank top is is you know you gotta cut you know that's, that's how a, that that's a vest, I believe they call it in, in Australia. Yes, it's in a England. vest in, in England. Yes, so you have a sleeveless. You wear a sleeveless shirt now that you're not 320 pounds. It's very interesting. And they call the uh, the tank top in Australia is a singlet. That's that's right. You know what I mean. Yeah, so. singlet. That's right. And when I think of a singlet, I think of wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, so here's a question I had because this was exactly what I was thinking of. We might have my dog barking a little bit because they're washing the fucking windows in the condo. That's fine. Yeah, Spider Man. Hear it on my end. Spider Man outside. Fucking bang to bang, bang, bang. Yeah. I'd be Jed. more worried if you if Jed if Jed wasn't pissed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so think of all the bodybuilding outfits that you've ever worn. Yes. 
what's the worst one that you remember like trying to wear? Like, oh yeah, I'm going to wear this. And then you're like, maybe even wear it again. Like, oh, I can wear this. And then you're like, ah, wait a minute. I decided I can't get away with that. Um, well, well I mean, truth, the truth of the worst one was, uh, for me, I missed the baggies. They were right. like, they were right. Like they were coming out as I was coming in. Like the crazy wares and all that. Yeah. Sort yeah, of yeah. Stuff. yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but I, but I did, I mean, you were, you were there, you witnessed uh, the stage that I went through, which was the, I'm going to wear Peter Pan pants, AKA my girlfriend's tights to the gym as a man. And I'm not going to wear shorts because that's gay. Sorry, it's not literally gay. Relax, people. Um, right, right. Like, literally, I'm like, no, that's not cool. I'm going to just wear these with my, you know, Frank and Beans just hanging out for everybody. I did that for a while. And I remember, like, truthfully, even though I, I never, I didn't like, like, I knew I didn't, I thought it looked stupid. But I wore long shirts, like I still do, my giant shirts. So you're not seeing right. my junk, number one. But it was truly because of the fact that, training and it was great like when you get on a leg extension you don't you're not pinching up your pants when you're squatting you're not stepping back because my pants are too big of course so you're not stepping on your own shit plus it looked good for videos well let me rephrase that you could see muscle for videos but it still looked like i thought it was peter pan right. so yeah yeah i but but in hindsight there was in my opinion nothing okay with wearing tights so you don't wear tights anymore at all i didn't realize that you'd removed them yeah, your... no, now, now I'm just, I'm, you know what it is? I've just accepted the fact that I am a sloppy human and I wear my giant gas pants everywhere all the time. Wow. Okay. Very interesting. This is a little, little I just learned something about you, Dusty, that it's we never discussed. Yeah, well, we it's, never it's, discussed. it was probably a tough subject for you to bring up. Like, are you still wearing tights? Or yeah, you no, I just. that shit off? I just thought, I just, yeah, you know, I didn't really even notice that they disappeared from your feed, to be honest. Yeah, I wear I wear shorts now sometimes because it's hot as shit. Yeah. So I've been doing that, you know. And then the other day, I trained without a hat on, um, which wow. actually, I post a video. I deadlifted 15,000 pounds, and the only comments were, where's your hat? <laughs> <laughs> you were like 50,000. Yeah, yeah, it took you a minute to understand where I was going with that. Like, it yeah. wouldn't have mattered what I did. Yeah. Like, every comment I just was like, thought that you're was your total. You're, 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 you're not wearing a hat. For how many reps? You know, 3,500 for 30 reps. Yep. No, it was 15,000 on the bar. 1,000 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, that was the, the comment. But it, it was funny because I actually wore a hat to the gym. But I wear the exact same West Coast Iron Hat every single day. It is I my new one. We just got is, some new hats. It, well, I, which by the way, my shirts are in the dryer right now. I got shirts. Oh. How are they? Do can you wear them? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. they're awesome. I, I, yeah, they're 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 tight, but they're tight the way that you're supposed to wear clothes. So, so like, I wear shirts like that when I'm not in the gym. That yeah. would be like a go out shirt for me. Um, it's formal wear. Okay, so. The one is a 4XL, uh-huh. but it's the tri-blend sort of meant to fit snug. Probably looks great on your arms. Yeah, that's what, that's what, I, that's what I sell mine as, too. It's the same. Yeah. It's awesome shirt. Yeah, and then the other one is the big T, but mm-hmm. it only come in a 3X, but it's a pretty yeah. big 3. So I assume yeah. that shirt fits you and then is probably snug in the arms. Yeah, it's what it is. And you know what the difference is for um, – <clears throat> is the shoulders in a three versus a four, you get inches of width. So it's still, it's still, I wear a three technically. 
Right. <clears throat> you know what like I mean? Like fake stuff. But I like it to be, I like just falling off of me in the gym. But I actually, that one is, which I'm going to find out when it comes out of the dryer. But I think that one I would train in still too. Whereas the tri-blend ones, I, I don't train in. Right. Uh, even mine. It's funny. They look good, but I literally have been wearing loose clothes so much. I feel like I'm like. Anytime there's material in your armpit, you think there's something wrong. Yeah, I'm like pulling my shit around, you know, which is funny because I gave uh, I gave Tommy, uh, I ordered for him 50-50s like mine. And then when they all came in, I forgot and I gave him tri-blends. And I was like, shit, I got to give your other shirts too now. So now he's got like a collection of all my new shit because I was like, oh, well, you already have those too. So it's fine. There you go. <laughs> That's funny. Now, I do remember when you decided to wear tapered pants. For a short period of time. Oh, I so tried. That, that's a separate. That's a separate from the tights. That's a separate. I don't incident. because I don't even count that because it it literally was. Those were almost joggers. Yeah, you were kind of wearing joggers. Like yeah. I've gone to the joggers now because I I just I have to. I'm a joggers guy now. Yeah, see, I like them, right? Or because this is where people get confused. Okay, I think that the jogger look is cool if you're like a cool guy. Right. I am not. <laughs> you just weren't ready so, for joggers. Like I put them on and, and I wore it for a few days and I just remember looking in the mirror. It's how I feel when I put a flat brim hat on forwards. I'm like, so I'm that fucking old guy trying his best to be young and cool and I am not. You're one of those Will Ferrell memes. <laughs> exactly. Right? Where he's like, hey kids, you know, like that's funny one. Or that Steve Buscemi one where they're like, uh, when, when the narc shows up. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, and he's dressed as, hey, cool kids, what are we doing today? If I show up with the hat like that and those yeah. on, people are like, oh, who's the cop? Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, like I'm the undercover cop that's trying so hard to fit in because I'm 40 years old and pretending that I'm cool. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I tried to wear joggers at one point when I was still really big, right? When they first like, became cool, like someone yeah. gave me a pair of Nike joggers. Oh, they're triple XL. They'll be huge. And I put them on, and they were like form-fitting sweatpants. Yes. And that was just too close to tights for me. Yes. Because I, I could never do – I was so far from tights, I could never, ever, ever do them. And I was like, oh, fuck, I can't wear – they're too form-fitting. They're like tight pants. Why would someone wear tight pants? It just it yes. blew my mind. So I, I, I put them, put the joggers away, stayed big for a few years, wore the baggy gasp. Thank you. And, and now I've embraced the joggers fully, you know. What do you think about this, though? <clears throat> and this is actually still where my brain functions. I see a dude like, like, fuck, Jose. Okay. Right. Injury before injury. Um, and he's wearing joggers. And his legs look small. His mm-hmm. legs are huge. Joggers are amazingly deceptive. Like, I'm training a guy right now who has, like, 33 inch fucking quads i bet and when he wears joggers he he just looks like really athletic and big yeah but so think about that if you're me okay my upper body is no and i'm in a big baggy shirt so i look gigantic up top i look like a goddamn martini glass if i wore joggers yeah (laughs) kai green looks big in joggers yeah he's the one (laughs) like there's just not many people you know i remember uh <laughs> I remember Quinton was out here from Pure Muscle. Yeah, yeah. Quinton. He was yeah. out here training for a week, and he can wear. He's huge right now, and has like huge calves and legs. 
And he's wearing like normal sweatpants. He had like, I don't know what brand. It was like normal, like Adidas or something. And they look like joggers. <laughs> and they're like tight on the calves, like snug, like going to pull at the seams. And I'm like, okay, well, if you have those calves, because I'm so calf envious, right? Right. So I'm like, oh, well, if you have calves like that, I mean, just cut them off at the knee. Do you, you know, do just it? wear shorts forever or pull them up. <laughs> You know, I got yeah, some. I, I got I have, a buddy who pulls them up because he's got huge calves, so he wears joggers. But then he pulls them up a bit, you know. Yeah, see, I tried that too. I went for that look. I'm mean, not because of calves, just because I thought it was cool, and I was like, "Yep, I'm, I'm still not cool." Um, I've actually succumbed to that now, so it's fine. I don't need to try anymore. But speaking of the tights, do you remember when Kai Green did the Arnold and he went to Venice to get ready for it with Charles yeah. Glass? Yep. There's a picture that I literally I can still I can still see it in my head, but he's wearing red pants with two white stripes, um, and he's in the and he's in Venice Golds, and I owned those pants. They make my biggest black pants that you know about that I used to wear the Expos all the time look small. That's how big they are. I mean, they're I can fit two of my legs in each one, and in the picture they're tight. Yeah, and I'm like, and people don't realize like his legs are huge. I'm like, no, no, no. you don't understand how huge. I own those pants. Yeah. It, it baffles my mind that they're like, they, they look like I have no legs when I wear them, which I don't care because they're big. But yeah. literally, I remember looking at when that picture came out, it just immediately, I was like, so you have 72 inch quads. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Humongous. And I, and I deadlifted 15,000 pounds the other day with a hat off. <laughs> so back to you, because I know your story is way better because you've had all the ages. What did you walk away from on the clothing? So I I uh, I got the really great like early '90s, mid '90s stuff. Yes. Which uh, was like you know the the boat neck shirts with the tank tops under the tank top strap with the trap sticking out, you know. And I the actually up, thought that was cool. Though, but go ahead. Oh yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I love that. I would go back. I'd bring it back. <laughs> I would go. I would embrace boat necks with tank tops underneath. Totally. Because even even now that I'm smaller. I still got good traps, right? So I could like rock the traps out. You know, I'd even do extra shrugs into my old age just to keep the traps popping. Right. So, um, but the big trap shirt, then it was good for me too. That was my pair of shorts for a guy with calves. Right. So, you know, the, the guys with calves wear the shorts. I had traps in like high school, like they popped up right away. Boom. So right. I was like, Oh, boat neck shirts are for me. So I used to have my traps out all the time with the giant neck, fucking yeah yeah so that was good that was good i love the boat neck shirts but i had a singlet i had the npc the flex wheeler wrestling suit oh wow with the 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 shorts but the straps that go that flex wheeler wore in in like some of his photo shoots you know those like chris cormier and those guys and mine was black and bright like bright blue black and blue stripes like turquoise and it had the NPC logo on the leg. And um, I got my hands on that. And I remember I was pretty young. I was probably like 18 or 19. Mm-hmm. But I wore that with a big boat neck Gators Gym sweatshirt over top. Right. Because, you know, my rule has always been if you're a guy and you're going to wear tights, you got to wear a long enough shirt that we don't have to stare at your dick. Yes. Right. So I had this long, really long Gators Gym sweatshirt and a few other shirts and I would wear them like long enough, you know, but I would wear that fucking singlet. I think I only wore it like three or four times and I was like, ah, I can't do this. 
I got. I'd say this is my problem with the singlet. With the fanny pack. When do you have to piss? You have to get undressed. Yeah, you got to pull one strap down at least. I mean, like, I mean, that's the logic of me. Like, because I go to the gym. Like, I'm one of those morons that I drink 700 gallons of water a day. Like, I take a piss and I drive to the gym. When I get there, I take a piss. I take a piss. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't want to have to get undressed every time I need to do this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, that was, I, I, I had that outfit. I wore it a few times in the gym like it was okay. And uh, it then realized it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's <laughs> been like, a few things. Did, did you ever have the, uh, did you ever wear the overalls like out in public as a kid? No, I never had overalls. I I had a good friend of mine who was a very stylish motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And he had a pair of overalls and we would get dressed up to go out for dinner. And he right. would show up with the overalls and with the one strap one undone. One undone. Yes. One undone. Yeah. With like an expensive shirt on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, the, the mistakes that we have made. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was I, had, crazy... I had the Tommy Hilfiger overalls. Oh, they yeah. Were, they were... <laughs> oh yeah you know i mean no, nothing really beats my uh my blue plastic pants that i posted with the truck that day but uh no i also <laughs> remember i there were these levi jeans back in the day i can't remember the number you know like there's a like a number for them yeah, yeah, yeah 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 but they were the ones that the bodybuilders would tell each other you got to buy the you know the 518 silver tabs or whatever the fuck they were right yeah uh, they got bigger legs bigger legs right but they were they were still pretty tight around the ankle Right. But so you would, uh, what we would fold them over and roll them up. Roll them up. Yes. We tight roll them. And God, sometimes, so, you know, there's kids that just have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I'd wear my big 12 hole Doc Martin boots over top of them. Of course. Swallow them. So up. I'd have jeans on with Doc Martin boots, kind of floppy at the top, that were like, like not just high tops, but like boots. Yeah. Yeah. Full boot. Yeah. And then the fanny pack with like a tight lycra t-shirt, and we go out to the we go to the club like that. Remember those were like they were like they were like ribbed. Remember those shirts they had like their. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I never had a ribbed one, but I had some lycra tees. Big gold chain. Did you uh, did you leave any vagina for anyone else in that lovely no, outfit? No, I took it all for myself, like a vagina farmer. <laughs> He's just out there spreading seed. I mean, damn. Just, just, I just go to the bar to turn girls down for fun. <laughs> oh, maybe you didn't see my uh, tight roll. Uh. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, I got the tall docks on over my jeans. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just, really gla- I'm just glass, glass. Can you explain these stories to someone who gets it? I was, I was telling my um, wax lady. Somehow it came up about like terrible things. I was like, I wore hypercolor shirts. I don't want to hear your shit. <laughs> right. I wore she goes, she goes, what is a hypercolor shirt? I'm like, when it would get wet, it changed colors. She goes, so if you sweat, your armpits would change colors. I'm like, mm-hmm. She's like, well, that's a genius idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I never had one, but I remember those. <laughs> oh yeah, I was, I was fancy. I'm like, why, why were we so certain we were going to be getting wet all the time? I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> I know the whole tie dye thing. That was great. The amount of people that are Googling and pausing this show. <laughs> Tight roll. What is he talking about? If they're still listening. Hyper. Oh, yeah, they've left. It's valid. <clears throat> so uh, I wanted to say we have a show we can talk about that just happened. 
Like a television show? Oh, wait, an actual <laughs> bodybuilding show? I am so An confused. actual bodybuilding show. I am what, so What did confused. you think? Uh, I thought it was awesome. <clears throat> um, I thought Justin I, looked really big. Yeah, I had no... I, I told you already that I knew he was winning. Um, yeah, that was not a shock to me whatsoever. Um, but... What's the guy in second place? What was his name? Oh, was that the guy, the guy with the, the Arab guy or the other dude? No. So, yeah. And, okay. um, and yeah, Dorian Haywood, we talked about him. I don't know if we, was that off the air we talked about Dorian? I think, it, no, I think it was off the air because it was Scott brought him up. And yeah. you know what's funny? And I have to, I have to say this out loud because I, I love when I'm wrong uh, out loud. I didn't say this to anybody, but when Dorian turned pro and when he was competing, he kind of reminded me of me. Um, and I don't mean the way he looks. I mean a guy who squeaked in, got his pro card, and that's kind of the end. You know what I mean? And he kept going. And I always respected that because he's got a good career. He's a, you know, he's a, a, chiropractor. a chiropractor. He's got a good yeah. business. He's got plenty of money. But yeah. I was always kind of like, wow, you know, that's chasing a personal goal. Like almost like I shrugged him off as he wasn't going anywhere. And then every year. He would move up three spots, two spots. You know what I mean? Right. And then so so to see his last couple showings and realize that this is this is no longer like a, an upward swing. This is this is where he is. It's really impressive. I, I think that for me, he was one of the highlights of the show. Yeah, he looked really good too. I'm having a hard time finding pictures. I can't remember who where I was, was going to go. go. Well, well, I, I saw, saw the picture, but I don't even know the guy's name, name which makes me feel like an ass. But whoever. He is uh, in second place that I cannot possibly find his it name. It's you know, fucking great. Uh, it'd be on Justin's um, page because he was posting him too. Um, but it was not a walk. Oh, action. no. That other guy was good. I, th- you know, I thought, yeah. Just, I'm, I'm pulling it up believe. because he's got them here. I'm super annoyed that I, that I thought I knew where I was going. <laughs> That's well, Instagram for cool you, though. I think it's cool that we're doing it live. That we just fumble fuck around and, then, and don't discuss. And then this. if you you, you, ever, you know when you're looking for somebody and you can't remember their fucking handle, <laughs> that's why I wish people just use their names. Like I you do. put their you put their real name in, and sometimes it finds them, but sometimes their real name isn't really anywhere on their page. So you put the real name in, and it doesn't come up. You're like fuck, and it's because yeah. there's like two hyphens and a period. Well, and like even Justin, I mean, is it's in his thing, but nowhere on his page does it actually say his last name. Yeah, so what is his Instagram? Because I know I follow him. Oh, there it is. Justin D-I-F-B-B. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But he has the pictures, and once again, I was wrong because he did not add the guy's name. But anyhow, guy in second looked freaking awesome. Um, It's unacceptable. I did not know uh, that Sean Smith had dropped out. Yeah, I was looking for him, and I didn't see him anywhere. Yeah, I went back and saw on his page that he had actually pulled out uh, a couple weeks ago. Any news on maybe it was a week ago? Yeah, he had um, some sickness. I mean, nothing major, just uh, some things where he knew he couldn't come in at his best, and he really did not want to come in okay. Mohammed El Imam. So that's, yeah, that's that okay. was a dude. I I don't know if you remember <clears throat> when we talked about the show. Um, I I I remembered seeing photos of him. I couldn't remember which guy he was, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. he sounds like he's from Kuwait or something. He'll probably be really good. Right. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not sure where he's from. I'm gonna I'm gonna research him more. But he's uh he looked fucking awesome. 
you know, his dialed right, right in. That was, he pushed Justin hard, you know, he looked good from the front side and the back. So that was a great battle, but you know, Justin is Justin. I mean, what do you do? Yeah. I also felt like, um, <clears throat> and, and I have to say this because uh, I feel like no one else says things you're not supposed to say, but us, um, I feel like blessing, uh, was an interesting spot. And the reason I say that is because phenomenal bodybuilder, awesome first showing, completely clouded by the fact that if you go in talking too much shit to win, suddenly fifth place is a loss. That's where he wound <clears throat> up, right? Fifth. Yeah. And to yeah. me that sucks because that's a great showing in my yeah. your, your, your debut to come in in fifth place. Um, I think it was fifth, fifth or fourth, um, but whatever was awesome. It might have been fourth because didn't um, um, I what's his name coming? I think he, he, got, he was third. He got third, oh, and then Dorian got yeah. bumped down to fourth. I think Dorian okay. had him in the morning, and then I think Dorian I, kind of I, faded. I, yeah, you're right because yeah. um, um, thanks for that, Scott. For some reason, I thought Dorian was in third, and I think that's because of the morning callouts I saw on Instagram. Yeah, I was like, oh, Dorian's gonna get third. That's fucking crazy. So yeah. Yeah, but then Carlos got uh, fifth. That's why. Um, yeah, Carlos looked great. And it was so funny when we mentioned Carlos. Remember last week on the show, I was like, Carlos, I forgot that was Carlos that we know from L.A. Because <laughs> I just like, I know, you know, how many Carloses are, you know, bouncing yeah, he's around. From, yeah, he's from Texas, but yeah. he, well, he was, Oh, he, Texas. Yeah, but we yeah. worked, we saw him at the, wasn't it the L.A. Fit Expo we worked with him? I can't remember what expo it was. Arnold. Arnold. Arnold, okay. Yeah. So anyways. Wacky. Wacky. Yeah. He looked great. And as soon as I realized that was him, I messaged him and I'm like, holy shit, you know, good luck this weekend. Right. And then uh, he wound up looking great and coming in fifth. So congrats yeah. to him. So, but yeah, but back to the blessing. blessing. Thing, I think it sucks that <clears throat> you come in phenomenal because the reason I say that it's a failure is not him. It's that that's how the internet's reacting because yeah. of the jump. Now, I don't, you know, I don't think, I think people just get confused because there was a lot if you talk too much, including other pros making comments like, well, that's what happens when you, you know, there's levels to this shit. Um, Cause I knew the entire time I had said from jump that, that Justin would win this show. And I think he's win um, New York as well. Uh, but I also think now that I've seen blessing and he is unreal, we will see been wrong many times before, but I, I don't think that he can, uh, I don't think that he can beat, um, What's that? Jesus, my brain. Who's he been going back and forth with? Oh, Walker. Yeah, with Nick Walker. Yeah. I don't think he can beat Nick. So, no. you know, now that I've seen him in a lineup, um, I don't think he can beat Nick. So it's an interesting strategic move um, to get your name rang like that. But I really do think it sucks because third place at that show in that lineup as a first show is awesome. But the Internet's kind of like, eh, see? wasn't what you said which right. is crazy you know what i mean because in the same sentence you got carlos who took fifth and he's competed before and we're like fucking right dude that's awesome good for you yeah versus third and we're like eh, see not as good as you thought yeah <laughs> like, yeah you know so and i guess that's why i like the old school like show up see what happens and then people would be like damn man third at your at your debut is incredible another thing uh, i wanted to mention was uh um Big Morgan asked in uh, sixth place. Yeah. You see his conditioning from the back? 
It's always nuts. The last couple shows with Chris, he's been insane. Glutes, man. Like, they're just fucking insane. I don't know what Chris is feeding him or not feeding him, but <laughs> he's probably just not feeding him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He doesn't eat, actually. Is he doesn't the secret. Eat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, that. That was that was good. It was just good to see a pro show happen. It was almost weird. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> and then uh, and then the two twelve. Uh, did you pay much attention to that? Yeah, I I did. I skimmed through it a few times and I looked at the top three. They had some. I can't remember who I was looking at, but they had a bunch of top three, like all the side, front, back shots. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, to be honest, I I kept looking at Jewett. Right. Like they were all great. And you know how that 212 is. They're just, they're all really tough to compare because they're all similar sizes as well. Right. Like yeah. in the 212, like no one's six feet tall. You know, you don't have a Dennis Wolf in there looking at a, like changing how the lineup looks. Everyone's right. kind of, everyone's kind of the same size and everyone's definitely around the same weight, give or take the odd Sean Clarita. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and, and so it's it's tough. You're looking at three guys that are all, you know, 212 pounds at five foot six or whatever. Right. And um, and it's it's like, wow, man, you know, I imagine that the judges were pretty much the only ones that can really say the when it's when it's like that. You know, I'm not going to sit here and arm t- armchair judge from Instagram, especially that class, because it's so difficult to judge in the first place. But yeah, uh, I the, the only thing that I would would definitely have said um, uh, that that I would love to put out there is uh, the winner, um, which is Tony O'Burton. Yeah, um, Tony O'Burton. Awesome, but I do think he needs to work on his presentation because he has a tiny waist, and from the side shots, he was really having a hard time holding his stomach in. Right. Um, lower abdominals. I don't know if it's a digestion issue or a posing issue. Um, but I actually thought that it was enough during prejudging. In still comparisons, I thought it was enough to knock him back. Now, again, right. I have learned from myself, and I tell clients this all the time too, still pictures don't tell the story. Yeah. Um, I know like in 2013 when I did North Americans, I got fifth. And I remember thinking, there's no way I'm worse than third. How's that possible? I mean, I'm better than these guys. And then I watched the video eating through my stomach, all prejudging. So it just right. looked like a pregnant woman. And it's like, it looks so bad. I was like, oh, God, I'm glad I got fifth, not yeah. seventh. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so sometimes you have to see that. But uh, from the stills, that was the only thing that, the only knock I had on him. His physique is nuts. His shape is nuts. The size is nuts. I have no issue with him winning. But I think if, if he polishes that before the Olympia, um, it'll take him up even further. Right. And uh, I've seen a bunch of pictures of uh, Nathan Epler floating around. He was the, the dude. He had nuts. the beard. Yeah, he he looked good, man. He's got a real nice physique, you know, very like pleasing lines and everything, good lat spread, all that sort of stuff. So he he was good and you know, you got to give those guys credit because John was no I think that was his debut too. Oh yeah, might have been, yeah. But yeah. John looked fucking awesome. So and also just so everyone knows, we got John booked on the show. So he's He's going to be joining us uh, in a couple of weeks when he's done the New York Pro. Going to come nice. on and talk about his year. So we're happy to happy to announce a guest coming soon, relatively. Yeah, no, for right. sure. And I and you know what? While on the subject of him, it's something that we cover or that we get asked all the time is like how to uh, how to how to learn more, how to be a better coach, things like that. He has a coaching 
school, if you would, um, that I think people should really look at. It's a, a J3 university. Um, guys should look at it. It's very inexpensive. Um, I even have a, people, a few guys that I know that are actually coaches that I told them like, hey, this would be a good thing for you to do. I want to say it's six, seven hundred bucks. I mean, it's like super cheap. Um, and the education, it'd be worth it in a heartbeat. So I've been kind of letting people know that are asking a, a bunch of questions and maybe can't afford to hire someone straight up. I'm like, there you go. Or the amount of people yeah. who are coaching, it just fucking shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I really like John did some great videos leading into the show, just detailing his water and carbs. And oh, yeah. And uh, it was funny because I like I just found myself nodding. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. The whole time. And then I love my favorite post was he put up a picture of his jug. Right. And he had like oh, the, ju- the, ju- had the like, flavored drinks, had like flavored iced tea in there or something. Yeah. And he goes something like, oh, when you look like this, you don't have to cut your, you know, no cutting your flavored water out. You know, if it's yeah. if you look like this, it in, just keep it in. And I was like, there you go. That's that too. You know, <laughs> sometimes I tell people, I'm like, hey, maybe the artificial color is what's holding you together. <laughs> yeah. I always find it funny when people want to change something when they, when everything's going perfectly. I remember I said to Chris one time. Hey, do you want me to cut out my my crystal light? And he goes, "What flavor are you drinking?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, uh, strawberry lemonade." And he's like, "That that red ninety two holds the cell together right now. You're just you're just drugs and salt and and red ninety two. <laughs> There's no carbs in you yet. Once we get the carbs in, we'll be okay. But for now, that's." That's part of what's keeping you together. That's basically duct tape in this situation, sir. <laughs> this is your duct tape. <laughs> so fucking funny, you know? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for watching another podcast here at Think Big Bodybuilding Media. And thank you to our great sponsor, TrueNutrition.com, for making this all possible. TrueNutrition.com is owned by Dante Trudell, the creator of DC Training. He wanted to create a supplement company that offered high-quality third-party tested supplements at a fair price. High-quality protein powders, just about every type you could think of. Huge variety of flavors, plus health and performance supplements. Check them out, TrueNutrition.com. And hey, if you use our code ADVICES, you directly support our podcasting. Thanks, guys. Let's get back to the program i enjoyed some boxing this weekend you enjoyed some boxing you put gloves on and let someone hit you in the face no i haven't been hit in the face in quite some time no i, I watched the canelo fight this weekend oh okay which did was you get, like you do pay-per-view or did you go to one of those famous bars that are open in arizona uh, you, yeah, we actually go out and do things. We breathe oxygen the whole fucking bit around here, but no, I, I don't like people. So we did it in the house like always. Cool. Yeah. Ordered it home. And, uh, and it was, it was classic. And I mean, I'm sure some of you people don't even know, but, uh, he's trying to unify and win all of the titles right. so that he can essentially truly be the best. And this was the second to last. There's one more fight to do, but it was just awesome because, uh, what I love about these phenomenal athletes is they call the shot. Like he literally had said coming in, he was like, I'm going to end this somewhere between the sixth and eighth round. And, uh, and it appeared to be a pretty solid fight the whole time. Uh, I felt like I, sometimes I feel like the, uh, the announcers angle based on not wanting to show that they're favoring the favorite. They, they, they go the other way. Yeah. They're really picking up the other guy and I'm watching going like, He's busy, but it ain't shit happening. But uh, in the eighth, uh, he hit him with one shot, and it was funny. They asked him after the fight. The guy didn't come out of his corner. Um, 
afterwards uh after the oh, like eighth round he, so they he, like they like threw the towel in yeah uh and then uh, it was funny because they said were you surprised and he said no i went to my corner after the eighth round and i said he's not coming back out i broke his cheek <laughs> like he knew <laughs> and then uh, right. it turns out i don't know i didn't follow up but he they felt it go under the glove yeah they they said that uh I, that uh, he had a he broke his orbital yeah so it's just funny to me to think of the size of those gloves and for him to be like, no, I knew. It'd that be like a little subtle pop at the end of that punch. <laughs> exactly. Why did it why did it keep going when it should have yeah, stopped? Yeah, why did it there's that little bit of pop there where something something snapped. Yeah. I, I love I still love boxing, like real boxing. It's just it's such a uh, it's an art that people don't realize and compared to and I love MMA, but it's just a different thing. So yeah. seeing one of the best in the world, the only person he's ever lost to is Mayweather. Right. So, which, you know, that doesn't say much of anything. <laughs> so what, what weight class is he? Uh, super middle. Okay. I believe that's so what they call it. So there's three main federations, right? WBC, WBF, and IBC or whatever. IBF, what is it? I don't know them. Those I are the ones that, well enough. Yeah, because I remember Tyson used to have all three, right? Mm-hmm. All three heavyweight titles. He had three belts. He was like the undisputed champ. Oh, and he did. I just, I just Googled it real quick. Yeah, he... uh. He, he had a surgery following that punch. Yeah. To yeah. put things. Uh, a quadrupod fracture to his orbital bone. Damn. And, and it was funny as seeing it in full speed. Like these guys, they, I mean, they're not big men. He's 160 some odd pounds. But I mean, when you're, when you're watching the shots, I'm like, I don't want to take one of those body shots. Like, well, I mean, my, fuck. my, my, my cheekbone is not necessarily any tougher than that guy's cheekbone. You know, right. I don't want that shot. That yeah. guy's used to getting hit in the face. My bone might be thicker because I'm a bigger guy, but what a surprise. I was going to say, say, <laughs> say, actually, your cheekbone is definitely bigger and stronger than his, and I know Probably this because bigger. of um, oral surgery I had once. But <laughs> Right, right, right. I had uh, I, my friend is a uh, dental surgeon. I had to get a tooth removed. Um, so she... She's going to pop it out for me real quick. You know, I go into her office and it starts out as like a, we're talking while she's going and then she's working a little harder Then she's pulling on it. Now she's drilling it and cutting into sections to pull it out one piece at a time. Finally, she gets the fucking thing out and she's we've ruined a drill bit. We like, everything is a mess. Oh, and she man. literally said she's like, I've I've never in my career worked harder on someone like this is an easy thing and she's phenomenal what she does so we get through the whole thing no big deal and i was like i don't know maybe it's the growth i don't know and uh and she she's like well i don't know but that was fucking terrible and i'm not taking any more of your teeth out um right and uh fast forward a few months and she has another very famous arizona bodybuilder in there and i get a text and she goes it's the growth <laughs> <laughs> and i was like Oh, did he need a tooth removed? She's like, mm-hmm. Oh, damn. That's funny. I She's remember like, your bones are not the same. Yeah. When I had my quad removed, I remember my surgeon after he's like, Yeah, your bone dent your bone density is very impressive. He said, I it was hard. He goes, I drilled because he drilled extra holes in my kneecap. Uh-huh. Because I think it's I, I can't remember what he said. It was normally three holes and he drilled five, or it was normally two and he drilled four. I can't remember. Right. But he said he drilled extra holes because you know, he knows I'm going to load it again and all that. And there's a lot of muscles. So, but he said that he had a hard time drilling through my kneecap, relatively hard time compared to someone else's kneecap. 
And right. he said it just took a while to get through the bone. So, but that's, that's the knee. So that's definitely like the loading that's caused that. Right. Yeah. Know? So, but I think it's a, uh, um, a, a combo, but yeah, it was just, it was funny to hear. So yeah, you, good news, Ron, your face is actually different, but I still don't want him punching you in it. No, 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 <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. Do you have, uh, do you have any questions? Did you do a question thing? You always I have sure questions. did. I have a million of them. I'm sure we've just been rambling, but we have things to talk about, man. We've, we're like an hour deep without even digging into it. Do we? Uh, let me see here. There we go. Boom. I have a lot. Okay. Okay. Let's get some questions. Well, here you go. I don't even know what the hell this means. So here we go. What's your take on slim pills over real slim? I don't even know what a slim pill is. Slim pill? Like an oral form of insulin? I don't think there is such a thing. I don't either. I wonder if he's talking about uh, like glucose management more than insulin. Right. I think he's probably just talking about uh, like a like supplements or whatever that are supposed to make your. Or is he talking about metformin? That would be the closest thing to a slim pill, I guess, eh? Well, the answer to the question is there's there's there's, there's no replacement no for insulin. Thing that's the same. So yeah. here's 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 a good way to put it. Insulin will kill you if you take too much. Slim pills will not. <laughs> exactly. Unless you choke so, on them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So nothing compares to insulin for, you know. Insulin, insulin is is interesting. You you take ten IU's, you're guaranteed to need to eat. Yeah, you'll know. You'll know. You'll know. <laughs> Don't you? I, but you know what's funny, and I know we've covered this before, but I have to at least one more time say it. Like, insulin is not what people think it is to bodybuilding. No. Like here I am. I'm doing you know I'm doing this push uh, that we you know we're and I'm up twelve pounds so far, and there's no insulin. Right. Uh, I'm eating more. Um, How much you know, do you weigh now? Are you over 300 on the regular? No, I was uh, 297 uh, mm -hmm. yesterday. Um, I was 285 when I started with Jordan. And truthfully, the only tweak is we lowered the test. Um, we increased another thing. Um, and then I do have growth back in my normal at four I use. And then there's no insulin. So that's it. Right. It's, it's, yeah. And then my, my training volume is up. I'm in the goddamn gym like I own the place. Literally, I, I see like a, I see people come and leave and then new people come while we're working out. So when you say your training volume's up, how, how up how much? Like a few more work sets per workout or what? No, it's ridiculously up because we're doing, um, I'm, so for example, for back, I'll, just, I'll tell you what I did for back the other day uh, because it's a pull day. So it's not just back. So I start off with lying leg curls to get my hams going. Then we do deficit RDOs. Then we go over and we did a uh, reverse, a unilateral reverse grip pull down uh, on the hammer strength. Then a T-bar row. Then a high, a high handled uh, hammer strength row. Then a wide grip lat pull down. Then shrug superset with face pulls, and then two bicep movements. Right. So for okay. me, that's like moving in because I would usually do like three things and leave. Right. Like I usually leave the truck running. I'm like, just, it's fine. I don't want to. So the air conditioning doesn't stop. Yeah, I don't want it to get hot. You know what I mean? I leave the dogs now. I'll be right back, guys. That's funny. <laughs> I get my drink when okay. I leave. I don't even sit between sets usually. So what's the split then? <laughs> if you got a pull day with some hamstrings on it, what's the, what's the weekly? So like? that, so it's, it's push pull legs, but 
poll includes that. I think the only reason we're doing the leg curls is to get them ready. Um, well, two, you might as well do them if you're doing deficit RDLs. Yeah, it's two well sets. Yeah, you know it's I mean? still. You might as well just do them. Yeah. But then when I come in now today, we trained on Saturday. We had yesterday off. Today's leg day. Uh, I will do a leg curl again, hamstrings again, plus quads. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you meant like there was no hamstrings on the on quad day. No, no. Actually, uh, just because we can, I'm just going to read it. because It's funny. Everyone wants there to be a secret, I found. So, And I haven't actually gotten my um, site up uh, where I want to just put this. I was going to put it on his site, but we haven't talked a bunch, and he's just super busy. So I just had someone build me a website instead so I can uh, put all this stuff out there. Uh, so legs, adductors, we're doing, uh, one set of 10 to 12, one of seven to eight, then a seated leg curl, a set of seven to eight, a set of 10 to 12, a hack squat, a set of six to seven, a set of nine to 10, a leg mm -hmm. press, a set of seven to eight, a set of 12 to 15. Yeah. Those we're doing a two count pause at the, at the bottom. The um, leg press. Yeah. Which is awesome. And, and I need it because our machine couldn't hold enough weight for me to do seven reps. Um, Leg extension, one set of 15 to 20 with a full one count at the peak. Uh, a glute bridge, two sets of 10 to 12 reps, um, two-second hold at the top uh, on the first set, no hold on the second set. A 45-degree hyper, then we do leg raises, just abs, but we're bringing in the hip flexor, obviously, like that. Uh, then we're doing one more, a dual-arm dumbbell curl, just leaning into a bar behind me, hitting those, and then calf raises, and that's it. Wow. Yeah, like I said, I'm moving in. I come in, I change the music, I alter the temperature of the gym. How, how are you finding, like, is your body taking time to adjust to that long of a workout? Or is your mind, do you find your mind was, like, going to wander or anything weird, like, that you're just not think, used to? I, I mean, I thought it would. Well, number one, to be honest with you, even when I looked at the first workout for chest, uh, or I keep saying chest, for press, um, I had no idea how long it was going to take. But I forget, like, for example, think about how long it takes me, how many sets on a leg press to be doing eight reps. Oh, you got to do like five sets to progress up to your work set. Yeah. And then the yeah. same thing with hacks, because I'm still going up to 10, 11 plates on the hack. So it's the same. Yeah. So, I mean, the workouts are literally pushing two and a half, three hours, depending on which one it is. Oh, damn. Because like, you know, oh. leg press and hacks takes 45 minutes and then the rest of the quad workout takes me like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of how it would be. Um, but the only the only tweak is and I shouldn't say that I get there and I do 20 minutes with the gun, get my legs yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah. So it's but it's a good two, two and a half hours for the workout. Uh, I'm not having a hard time mentally, but I will say that the the importance of my uh, EAAs during training is nuts. So about halfway through the workout, I, I slam all at once, uh, 20 grams. Yeah. And that's in Jordan. I mean, that's a, that's what he wrote, but it, it does help. So like well, the, I'm starting the, to fade, I just slam all of it at once and I sip on them the whole time, but I actually have a full two and a half servings actually that I do all at once right in the middle of the workout. Like, okay, get this down. Well, the longer your workout, the more intra, you know, intra workout nutritional liquid drinkage yeah is important like if your workouts are 40 minutes you probably don't need anything it's not gonna even make a difference you can just eat as soon as you're done yeah. um but if you're training you know 90 minutes two hours it's like yeah you start to like you know when well, i'm doing a, and i'm doing a pre-shake right now 
Um, so I do 50 grams of protein, 100 grams of oats dry, uh, 100 grams of banana, 20 grams of honey, and then uh, 10 grams of sunflower seeds about an hour before I go in. Right. Um, right. And that's actually, you know, what's funny is I've never, I haven't done a, a pre-shake in so long. And uh, with these workouts, it's a game changer. <laughs> like it's, it's a must. How far out is it? Meal. I do that an hour out. So two hours yeah. out, I eat a meal. One hour out, I have that shake. And then I train. And then, like I said, intra, I don't do any carbs. It's just the EAAs. But it's Domino's. Yeah. Okay. So, Fuck, that's shit, cool. Though, man. Yeah, it's fun. I like it. You know, a lot of people are asking, like, why, why would you hire someone for off-season? Because, you know, arguably off-season is kind of the easy part. You eat more food. And the answer is you default, or I shouldn't say you, I default back to what I always do. Um, and I have a tendency, if I want to push for more, not for a client, but for myself, I pretend I'm a different thing and I, and I do too much. I'll, tr I'll find myself wanting to train six days a week, knowing full well, that's stupid. Um, you know what I mean? It's so nice. And for the, the biggest reason for me was I wasn't eating. I'm not going to pay someone a few grand and not follow the damn diet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, my cheapness overrides and it's been surprising. The food has been so easy to get down, dude. Um, I went from three to four meals a day to six or seven and they're just going down. It's been easy. Right. So that's, yeah, I want to see, I want to see 300 soon right away. Oh, it'll be, it should be by next week for sure at this pace. Yeah. So it's been easy. Awesome. I, I told uh, Todd was like, how, man, it's just cranking up. And I'm like, oh, it'll pause at 305. Like a slam break. <laughs> <laughs> I've done this many times. I just shoot up and all of a sudden 305 is kind of like, all right, we're going to hang here for a little while, you know, right. especially knowing I'm not doing everyone's secret source insulin that they think is so magical. Right. Yeah. Well, just wait. It'd be, you know, 350 when you start the insulin. Within a week. As long as I train with a hat on. <laughs> I've got one. Shoot. What's your earliest memory of wanting a career like what did you want to be what's the first thing you remember wanting to be when you were a kid 11 years old professional hockey player right so that was there wasn't anything before that no yeah no i, I mean prior to that i just was a kid and then literally the moment prior I prior to that i was uh i was pretty busy just being a kid yeah exactly doing doing man shit um but yeah no and for me the hockey was was a, a light switch thing um, because people told me instead of I telling them. And that's when I was like, oh, I guess this is what I'm going to be doing. Right. I see what you mean. You okay. know, I think that I think that's the difference is most kids have like a, a dream thing and that's where they come up with, I'm going to be a firefighter or whatever the hell it is. Um, I started playing hockey at 11, which any Canadian will tell you that's like seven years late, eight years late. Um, but I, my that's parents, like Americans in football. Yeah, exactly. Like, wait, you I could think. walk and you didn't have skates? What's wrong yeah. with you? Um, but no, I, so they, I told my parents I wanted to play. We bought equipment. They put me in a learn-to-play league where they teach you how to skate and shoot and all that shit. Um, I got moved out of that to the B team in a week. And then we played one weekend tournament. And they were like, you can't play here. You have to play on the travel team. Like, right. the next week. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> my dad's over here going... Have you ever done this before? I was like, right. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, funny. so what about you? I, I vividly remember, um, well, 
I remember a few careers. I remember wanting to be an archaeologist because I think I thought Indiana Jones was like a cool job. Because <laughs> I, I, I think, you know, I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark when I was like seven years old. And I was like, he's an archaeologist. He gets to look for treasure. I'm like, nice. that's amazing. When in reality, an archaeologist is like a professor job. And yeah. you're like, like brushing with dirt, like in the it's, desert for like six months, trying to find something that no one else cares about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, there's not a lot of action and adventure. You don't really get to kill any Nazis. Which is bullshit. Which is fucking bullshit. If I'm brushing in the desert, I want to get to kill some Nazis. Obviously. So I remember wanting to be an archaeologist, and I remember, like, saying it. Like, I want to be an archaeologist. And I remember people being like, oh, well, you're going to have to, you're going to have to go to, like, college and get a, you know, I don't know what you get a degree in anthropology and some other stuff, maybe. I don't know. Fuck, science degree. I don't know what the fuck you get. Anyways, um, so that was one. And then I remember which was so funny because years later it became a, a joke. But I remember wanting to be a marine biologist. What is with you? <laughs> because I was obsessed with sharks. I was like, I remember being a little kid and I would draw sharks all the time. And I would buy shark books and I would ask for shark stuff. So like for Christmas, I'd get like a pillow with a shark on it. And, you know, I'd, I like loved right. sharks when I was a kid. And I remember I could identify all the sharks. I could look through a book and go like, oh, that's a thresher shark. That's a six gill shark. That's a black shark. That's blah, blah, blah. And I would name them all. Right. And, um, and I wanted to be a marine biologist. And then I remember laughing my ass off years later when that Seinfeld episode <laughs> came out where George is like, I've always wanted to be. I, you know, where he's at the beach and he goes, I'm a marine biologist and he saves the whale. That was yeah. such a fucking funny episode. I remember just laughing to myself about that. It's like, God, oh, George, too. You, know? <laughs> you too, buddy, huh? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I remember when I was a kid, I met, I can't remember his name now, which is a shame, but I met an astronaut, a guy who it was like the only Canadian at the time. Mark, I can't remember his name. Is it Mark Garneau? No, I can't remember. But he stood on the moon. So he's like the only Canadian that did or something like that. I can't remember. Anyways, he uh, he did like this appearance at our school and talked right. about being an astronaut and talked about launching in a rocket to space and all this shit. And I remember I wanted to be an astronaut for a while. And then I remember uh, someone told me they're like, if you want to be an astronaut, you have to join the military. Because <laughs> that's where they get astronauts from. Right. You don't just go to astronaut school. You don't get to skip all the shit. You have to like fly <laughs> jet fighters for a while or whatever. You know what I mean? So I remember thinking, oh, I don't really want to join the military. So I gave up on the astronaut one. Mark, Mark Jarno. Mark Garneau, yeah. Garneau, Mark, yes. Yeah. There's your guy. I had to look. 1984. Yeah. So he came, he came to our school and, uh, and gave us like a, presentation on being an astronaut so that was pretty cool and then what'd you do and then i started lifting weights and i for forewent all further education and forward momentum in life i'm gonna i'm gonna disagree with the education because you still are the king of useless information and i and um, i and i decided to be a bodybuilder <laughs> yeah so that's that's how i kind of looked at it is when i was done so when i realized i was done playing hockey i was like well i don't want to be normal like literally, that was my thought. Like, I don't want a nine to five. I don't know what the yeah. fuck I'm gonna do, yeah. but I'm not gonna punch a clock. That's terrible. No, no. 
And that was it. Like literally, that was the that was the game plan. My dad's over there, like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Like, this is your grand plan is what you're not going to do is get a normal job. Yes. Right. <laughs> That's gold. Yes. Yeah, yeah. all, yours always have like a thought process, some good educational reasoning. I'm like, why well, shouldn't I want to do anything? I thought, it, I thought Indiana Jones was, was going to be like an adventure that was That's possible. Freaking, That's you gold know. right there, man. Um, you are welcome. You are welcome. I was answering someone without asking the same question. Oh, this is important. Ribs or brisket? Brisket. Of course. Agreed. I've never been a ribs guy. Not a lot of use for ribs. There's a lot of work and mess involved for ribs for what I get. Yeah, so let's get into something that I have that might <laughs> some people might... Some people might think I just already something... happy about this. Let's get into it. Like, oh shit, where are we going? <laughs> I, I some people might think that I'm a, a fucking something's wrong with me. I don't like messy food. I don't like messy food. I eat pizza with a fork and knife most of the time. You don't do the I fork. just do. It depends on the pizza, and it has to be the right temperature for the cheese to tear when you bite. Ah, uh, you don't want like, to stretch. Yeah, I don't want to bite and have like everything slide out and hang, and then there's just bread in my hand. Right. There's a, there's there's a lot of things that bother me with that. I I need I want like equal distribution of meat and cheese on every bite. I know it's fucked up, but I'm not I don't like messy food. Some pizza you can just devour and it's like easy, but other times nah, fork and knife. That's forget. I'm just I'm just happy at your weirdness. Um. That's why when I ever the only ring, the only wings I ever get are salt and pepper wings. Dude. I, I don't like sauce on my wings. It's fucking messy and disgusting, and it's just too much. Do you know that the greatest wing in the world is? Salt and pepper wing? No, you were very close. Sea salt oh. and vinegar. Sea salt, sea salt and salt and vinegar. Yeah, like the chips? Right. Okay. They're at, at a grocery store here. Matt, of all people, Kafora. He's like, you got to get Safeway wings. And I'm like, what's your ghetto ass doing getting wings at a Safeway? Like, I was so. <laughs> right, confused. right, right. That's like a, was a certain, like, certain specific restaurants you do wings yeah, at. Like, I was like, wait, what? So I, I risked it. I, I, I risked my life. You throw them in the Safeway. oven? What do you do with them? No, they're, they're, they're ready. They're just. Well, back in the day before the terrible sickness that would kill you only if you knew you got it by asking someone, um, it. Uh, <clears throat> They used to just be out, and you would just pick them out of the thing and put them in a little box and take them home. Number one, they're like a third of the price of wings here. Oh, they're at like the deli part. They're yeah, they're just sitting out. And dude, I literally, I, I'm smelling them in my truck as I'm driving home, and I was like, well, there's no sauce on them. I'll just reach over there and try one. Take a bite. I called them immediately. I was like, you have saved my life, sir. And he was like, what? I'm like, this is the greatest wing I've ever had. He's like, holy shit, you went immediately? I was like, well, yeah. Like, you, you told me this because I used to go to a place called Zips to get wings. And you would get a dozen wings. So I think I've told this before. Dante used to tell me if you can't eat, yeah, yeah. buy chicken wings because you can yeah. always eat them. Yeah. So I would get 36 wings, come home, sit down, eat. Watch sports, they would go down. So... I don't know, about two years ago, I called them and I was like, all right, can I get, uh, I want to get uh, 36 of your wings with ranch. And the guy goes, well, they come in tens now. I'm like, 10 wings? 
He goes, yeah. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll 30 wings then. He goes, okay, $43. I'm like, what? It went up and down at the same time. Yeah, 43 fucking dollars. So more than a dollar a wing. 30 wings. Yeah. I was like, do you offer financing or that shit we do with supplements where I can pay for three months or what? what's going on here? That's yeah, funny. so that was that. But yes, to answer the question, brisket is the right one. And moist brisket, if we must know. Oh, yeah. I don't need that dry bullshit. Sorry. So I, I, I have I have a just a short story about me uh, almost losing my mind in rage for a split second the other day. Um <laughs> the other day so go go i thought i thought so i was i got up and i was 248 one morning i was like holy shit and back down under 250 okay i'm really like light and then i rode my bike that day for like two hours right and i thought you know what i'm gonna get some mcdonald's like fuck you know fuck it i'm getting some mcdonald's haven't had mcdonald's for a while so i went i got a big bag of mcdonald's like two double cheeseburgers some nuggets fries with apple pie it's all in the bags put it on my seat going I'm pulling out driving down the little side street and this car just like shoots through a stop sign because it's a four-way stop and he just shoots through a stop sign up ahead so like three cars slam on their brakes like suddenly and i slam on my brakes and also in my new vehicle these like alarm goes off yes <laughs> like surprise the shit out of me because i ain't gone off yet <laughs> it's like beep 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 like you're you know it you're approaching too fast yeah yeah it's like slam on the brakes Bag of McDonald's shoots off my seat Into the and dash. hits hits the dash, flips upside down, and just and as it falls to the floor, it just everything hits Why? <laughs> and so it, it lands on the ground, and I see fries and nuggets sticking out of out of the bag. And I'm like, well, fuck! How do I pick this up? Right. So I try to like scoop the bag up so i could turn it over right and like as i'm doing it i see cheese from the burger mashing oh, no. on the like the burgers were like everything came open it was like the impact with the dash just popped every box open and as it hit the ground like there was nothing i could eat in that bag wow i mean I've eaten dirtier things than nuggets off the floor mat, Dusty. <laughs> that's as good as a later question about eating ass. But anyhow. <laughs> but we'll get to the, the ass eating later. But I was just super pissed off. And I had this moment. I was like, fuck. And then I thought, well, back to McDonald's. <laughs> Took a deep breath and went back. Took a deep breath. I went back, got everything except the Diet Coke. So I spent that. like 45 bucks at McDonald's that day. It's awesome. I told the girl, I go, I lost my bag of food. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, it, it fucking, like I lost it on the floor. And she's like, oh, it's too bad. Girl, that's all the reaction I get. It's that's the reaction, reaction I get. She's like, well, actually, to be honest, I don't even think she remembered me. So I was like talking to her and she's like, why the fuck is this guy telling me his problem? Like, <laughs> Thanks, bro. I have no idea who you are. Yeah, just those little moments in life where you just have to like gather yourself and go, this isn't really that important. You know what I mean? Oh okay. God. You said yes. you had an ass eating question. So now I'm like holding out. Like, that was the question. Do you eat ass? That's it. No okay. question. And I don't even feel the need to answer. It's like, listen, kiddo, the things that we were do doing before you were born, long before it was cool, 
Oh, the, these people that think they're the first ass eaters. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it does. It actually is funny because I'm like, it's not even a funny question anymore, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Everything we were doing in the 90s trumps that. <laughs> That's like when somebody, I'll get that question sometimes. Weren't you worried all, all that sweetener that you're taking and you're going to get sick? And I'm like, do you? Yeah. No, I'm not yeah. going to get into all the things that I do that you should know about, let alone the ones you don't know about. Holy right. fuck. Right, you think, right, right. Yes, it's what put him down, the doctor, like, Splenda. It yeah. was the Splenda. Just a little too much for the system to handle. I forget about not knowing that you weren't supposed to have two of those pills back in 2015. Anyways, <laughs> it was a hell of a pool party. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, FedEx knocking on my door. I'll just Man. let my dog take care of that. Well, speaking of, because uh, I'm not an expert, I'm going to be say this out loud since no one likes to admit they don't know everything. Um, metaformin, give a breakdown of that if you if you know so, well enough to. So the metformin, Jesus. So See, I, I remember threw, I threw an A in there just randomly, metformin. But go ahead, metformin. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I remember back in like 95 – when I got to Australia, I remember there was a couple guys that were like, yeah, I started taking a bit of metformin, like, and you, like, you know, you have to eat like a little bit more carbs and blah, 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 blah. So they were talking how it was kind of like insulin. And then I, so I remember like, you know, looked into it and they're saying, oh, it makes you really sensitive to insulin. Cause that's what it does. Right. It's like super, mm. it makes you super sensitive to insulin. So anyways, there were guys that I knew taking it back in the nineties that were experimenting with a bit of metformin. Um, I've never used it, yeah. uh, but Obviously. I, yeah. And, and I haven't even, it's been so long since I read up on it. Cause to me, it's like old news, but I know it's kind of come and gone a few times in fashion, you know, sort of like walking lunges and, you know, various pieces of clothing that come and go throughout the <laughs> enough about sequins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, there's just these things that come and go, uh, in the bodybuilding industry, and uh, I know metformin sort of like resurfaced a few times because there's always like, you know, 10 years ago by and then someone will kind of start pushing it in articles. Um, so I actually probably have a have a lot to catch up on regarding metformin because I'm not sure what the latest is about it. But what's your what's your take? Well, I mean, you 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 covered literally everything I know um, because I here's the thing I think a lot of people have struggled with is. I don't dig deep into things that we don't use, that aren't necessary. And I think a lot of times, not to say that it's completely useless, but that we're searching for the secret. Um, and and I don't know any pros that use it. Right. That's another thing is like, you know, people say, have you used, like, have you used metformin? And I'm like, well, I worked with Chad Nichols. And the goal was to get as fucking big as possible. Like that's all we talked about. I was like, listen, yeah. Chad, I don't need, I don't need anything but to be bigger. Like yeah. we gotta get bigger. And he's like, okay, that's everything we gotta do to get bigger. There was no metformin involved. He didn't yeah. even mention it. Oh, and then I worked with Chris for years, who's and Chris is really into like, you know, any like you know this just dieting hard and getting shredded and any you know the stuff that makes you more shredded. Like he's he's really into into that stuff and he never ever like i don't even know if chris knows what metformin is yeah the, the, and that's kind of what i wanted to present here is the same exact thing which is 
you're looking for a secret that's not there. I mean, I'm doing the exact thing right now um, with Jordan, and the insulin's not there. I'm not saying it's not going to be, but it's not there. Metformin, I know, will not be there. And literally, my I told him, I don't give a fuck about bodybuilding. This has nothing to do with ever competing again as big as humanly possible just because I've never taken that approach before. Right. My health right. is phenomenal. Got a full panel. Everything looks great. And you're not seeing a bunch of tricks with weird, obscure drugs or supplements or anything. So that's kind of why I brought it up because I have such a very weak overall understanding because there was no reason to dig deeper. There's nothing sexy about it to me. And, I, and I've researched enough to know it's not changing the game. So fuck it. Right. It says, it says here, I just did a quick Google, makes your body more sensitive to insulin. I don't know. Um, which is that's 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 why people take it. That'd be the number one thing. You're like, oh, it'll make my body's insulin more efficient. Um, I guess it also decreases absorption of sugar through the small intestine. Right. So, in a way, you're not getting all the carbs you're eating. I guess. And then number three, it says it lower, lowers sugar production. And um, yeah, so you have a glucose about, issue. They're talking about within the liver. So your oh, body, okay. your body will, the liver will make less glucose out of other stuff. Right. So, um, you know, those all sound interesting, but I'm not sure to what degree they actually impact the physique or, you know, cause it's one thing to say, oh, it increases this. But if then you look at the data and it's like by 0.1% or something. So, but I know metformin works well enough that it is a very popular diabetes drug. But right. But I, I think the, the bodybuilding wants. crossover is the, the question mark. And I think that the big thing to push on, um, I don't ever want to downplay uh, drugs or the advantages. At the highest level, guys are willing to do anything yeah. to have an edge. Anything, even dumb shit, to have an edge. So for the fact that I literally don't know anyone who uses it at the highest level tells me, you guys don't need to be worrying about it unless you have those issues already. Now, if you have yeah. those issues, then absolutely. But as a healthy male trying to manipulate the way his body looks, no. Yeah. That's my answer. Yeah. And there's also, too, like, when it comes to blood sugar, like, blood sugar really impacts you. Like, it can ruin your day. can ruin your workout. Mm -hmm. It can fuck you up at work. It can take you out of any task that you're doing a, a bad blood sugar episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it is, a, if you have a blood sugar episode, it takes absolute priority over anything else you're doing at that point in time. I don't care what it is. Oh yeah. It'll, it'll, so, it'll stop you. <laughs> so, so I always tried to like avoid stuff that has the risk of being that disruptive, you know? So stuff that can, mess with your blood sugar a lot like i don't know maybe you take too much metformin and you're like holy fuck like i gotta eat i need, I need sugar like who knows i don't know how it feels but i'm just saying that that's my general take on all drugs is like if you're going to add a drug into your repertoire it can't be like a fucking nuisance no it's the same a lot of people ask about insulin before training and, yeah. and my answer you is always know what you're doing yeah as long as it doesn't fuck up your training yeah because anything that alters the training for a negative, in my opinion, doesn't isn't worth it, no matter what it's doing. Yeah, yeah. This one guy at my gym, I actually had that talk with him. He was like, comes up to the counter like halfway through his workout, and he's like, "Hey, I need a Gatorade really bad." 
I'm like, okay. And I give him a Gatorade. And he's like, can I pay you after? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he pays me after. And then he did that a few times. And I'm like, are you like taking too much insulin or something? He's like, oh, I must be. I'm like, well, then quit doing it. <laughs> knock like, it off. What if I'm out of stock one day? <laughs> he even told me, he's like, yeah, I have like a 50 gram carb drink while I'm training. And I was like, it's just not enough. And I'm like, I don't even want to know how much you're taking. Just fucking cut it down. Cut it down, way down. Like, you shouldn't please be able to. Please don't go out in my gym. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I appreciate you're buying a Gatorade every single time you come in here. <laughs> I love the overpriced drinks. But... Gatorade sales have never been better. But can you maybe manage your blood sugar a little better than this? Ah, look at this, dude. This is how, this is how legit it's getting. This is my, my pre-workout shake. It's already ready. That's awesome. And I was going to say, listen. Hey, hey. Got stainless steel shaker, you know, so, me too. But this is the, uh, the ice one, the ice shaker. These guys oh, are yeah. awesome. The ice shaker company is badass. Uh, and they, look at you guys. You're getting free props right now. Um, they're coming out with like a 36 ouncer that's supposed to be out this month. Oh, nice. And, I, and I've already got on the order. I'm like, cool. because my only downside that I drink with these during training now too, you with this fucking thing. I'm I'm not doing the plastic anymore. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to ruin. So that ruined. You a have lot affected of my life. <laughs> a lot of people were really upset. They're like, "Fuck!" I had to go buy a bunch of glass Tupperware. Look at it. Look I at watched it. that Joe Rogan clip. This is this is my this is my drink right now. <laughs> this is yeah, yeah. this is my pre-workout drink I'm like, damn it <laughs> i i i know i had a lot of people message me because i put that on i put that clip on my instagram too mm -hmm. so everyone was like fuck it's so I, funny because that you know that shit never fucks with me and for whatever reason this time i'm like people, yeah damn it. <laughs> this one guy told me he was like sitting eating his meal out of an old scratched up red stained like he put pasta in it once <laughs> yeah tupperware dish he said he was sitting eating out of it listening to the podcast and he was like oh like he said he's like instantly just was like he looked just... down his penis was shrinking because that's what it does apparently <laughs> <laughs> he was like i, I, I can change my life his wife's like i he's knew like, it <laughs> yeah so he messaged me he's like thanks bro i had to go and buy a bunch of fucking glass tupperware yeah, $120 later because he watched your show. finish my meal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these companies should be so happy with you because now they're <laughs> everyone's going to buy these things. No, I know. I know. But no, yeah. uh, all, all kidding aside, I, so that's my intro. It comes out of the – I put it in this now, but I'm laughing because I'm like, well, I have to bring a couple of them because I drink too much. <laughs> so because I told you, I've got the full serving that I slam, and I have essentially like – the one I sip on, which takes two more bottles. So I have three of these 75-pound shaker cups in my fucking bag every day. <laughs> that's, that's all how all I... because of you, my right shoulder from my bag being on it is going to have a, an issue. <laughs> yeah, the only downside to glass Tupperware is I remember one time we're in the London airport and I had my, my, my mutant cooler over my shoulder and it like slipped off my shoulder and it hit the ground and I just heard a pop. Yeah. And I'm like, oh fuck. So then I get up to the front and they and they pulled me and I never get pulled in London. <laughs> so he goes, Kim, just go and open your bags. And I'm like, just warning you that there's a exploded glass Tupperware in that one. And the guy looked at me like, like that, you know, that's like he probably didn't understand what I meant. Like, what are you talking about? Right. 
And he like unzips it and his glass shards just fall out all over the counter. And he's like, Ugh. so he holds it over the garbage and just shakes it out. <laughs> so you were being very literal with this exploded <laughs> he glass. Goes, uh, luckily, I'd eaten that meal, though. The one above oh, it good. was fine. The one above it didn't break. It was well, just that bottom awesome, one. Then. <laughs> so you just got to make sure. You just got to make sure. So I figured out a, a safety for that, actually, is if you have two meals in glass because the lids are plastic. Mm-hmm. Flip them over. I put them in upside down. Makes sense. It's funny that you say that though, because I literally, when I went out of town last weekend, I brought my condemned bag, same duffel bag. I usually only take one bag, but I took two because I knew I was going to train legs. So I needed all my shit. I need my squat shoes, my belt, all this stuff. So I brought that extra bag. Well, I put food in it also that was frozen to just fly. Uh, you know, I was going to check it. And then I get out of my truck, I throw it over my shoulder, and when it hits, it weighed so much, it snapped the plastic piece, and the whole thing hits the ground. And I'm like, yeah, this is broken now, but at least there's nothing in there. They're all frozen and ziplocked. But literally, I was like, okay, so there's a weight limit on this of uh, 49 pounds, apparently. That's funny. <laughs> you got another well, one? I've broken some bags before. Okay. What are we looking at here? Is it my turn or your turn? It doesn't matter, but I I have one that I want to ask because I want you to answer this because I really want to kind of somehow drive this point out to people. This is the question. Will eating at maintenance on Tren and Primo give good recomp? Oh, God, that's just an impossible, like, who knows? Like... I don't know. Like it's just it's just a question that has no answer because there's so many other variables. Okay, you're eating maintenance calories on recomp, but are you training like a madman? Do you have good genetics? Have you been on the juice endlessly for your whole life? Are you just doing your first cycle? You know, there's just so many factors. Like, what does that mean? You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Someone coming off someone who hasn't done juice in a long time or whatever, fuck yeah, they'll probably recomp like crazy if they're obviously doing everything else right but you know what i mean like someone who's just body's just so fried from taking trend all the time like this gonna right. stay the same or whatever you gotta worry i guess well, the reason I, i'm glad you answered it that way it's it's funny that i cannot tell you what i'm trying to get and you always seem to grab it um so i was watching a a video yesterday uh phil mickelson the golfer yeah <clears throat> and uh he goes yeah well people ask him like how far do you hit your wedge and he'll, they'll say something like 120 yards he goes well, maybe not in the morning if it's cold. Or what if the the fairway is is built this way? Or you know what I'm saying? Like the, he basically he listed literally like 15 variables that would change that. Yeah, yeah. He's like, did it rain? Is the water is the ground wet? Like literally, he started busting out. Is the grass that it's on going against the grain or for? And he starts breaking down what that does. And he's like, so you you don't hit your wedge 120 yards, not every time. And yeah. that is this question, which yeah. is. Yes. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yes, yeah. sometimes you hit your wedge 120 yards. <laughs> the, the main thing that most people don't get when it comes to bodybuilding is you have to pick somewhere to start, and then you have to make adjustments. You you literally nailed it, because I'll have people ask that all the time as well, is um, what are your macros? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just I, know what I'm eating. I forgot my macros a long time ago because I've been adjusted them so many times. 
Yeah, well, I don't even I don't even start. I mean, truthfully, like when Jordan sent this over, I here's what I know we're going to do. Yeah, you, you didn't bother adding this it food. Yeah. And we're going to need more or less yeah. of all three things. Mm-hmm. That's it. You don't you don't have to ever know your macros and you don't have to ever know your calories. No. You just have to know, like, what am I eating? And this goes up or down. Yep. And that's why it's so important. And it's something I, that we should drive home with people as well is that's why you need to know what you're eating. I literally just had this conversation and, and I'm going to tread lightly because it ended up ending the client relationship and I'm not talking shit, but the issue was this. I'm losing too much weight. I'm getting smaller. My pants that used to not fit are fitting. And I said, in the waist? Yes. You're getting leaner. You're not getting smaller. No, no, I I am. I'm getting smaller. Should we add more desserts or something? Right. And and I'm like, trying not to get frustrated, but I'm like, you're... You're literally asking me to feed you bullshit to keep the scale up. But that's not what we need to do. You're actually looking better, but the scale is telling you're small. Your pants fitting. I mean, for God's sakes, that's great news. That's like saying I'm right. losing weight, but I'm down three notches on my lifting belt. Well, good. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so so you, you want to be looking at, at what's actually happening. And the only way you do that is by adjusting food accordingly like you don't necessarily need more calories if your muscle if your levels of muscularity are going up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and it is possible a lot of guys just can't get it through their head is it is very possible at some points depending on supplementation to be losing fat and gaining muscle yep you know it's a magic it's a a magic zone it's a magic (laughs) zone that you can get into occasionally for various reasons and uh one of the things is I think the guys that uh, the guys that get where they want to go with their physiques and the, the ladies that get where they want to go with their physiques, they recognize when those windows are open to them. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they're, and they don't like mentally, you know, how some people just are mentally their own worst enemy. Oh, it's most bodybuilders. Like the way they talk is just so brutal. Like I had one client, he's like, my legs are shrinking. I go, why do you say that? And he's like, my pants are looser in my legs. So this is like very, that's why, I mean, the story you just told. And I was like, okay, well, you've, you've dropped, you've dropped like eight pounds in the last month. And you had some fat in your you're, legs. You're, <laughs> you have fat in your legs. Like that's where a lot of fat is. And we just talked about how you squatted the most you've ever squatted for the most reps you've ever squatted it like two days ago. Right. So what are you upset about? Like, they're just mentally not able to keep it together. Right. Like, you're clearly getting better because you're stronger than ever. Right. And your pictures look better than ever, but yet you're going to choose to focus on this one weird thing and be negative about it. Right. And that's one of the, the most difficult things about trying to help people. And... And it's one of the things that if you want to be a successful bodybuilder, you have to be able to get past that mental bullshit. You have to be able to take control of your mind. Right. And that's why a lot of guys don't get in shape, right? Obviously, do we have to feed me more desserts, right? Right. Well, I think that's also why you, that's why it's nice to hire someone. Because 
I don't I'm not, I don't suggest people blindly follow. Don't get me wrong, particularly with all the moron coaches out there. But if you do your homework and you trust your coach, when my brain starts to flutter, I just Chris has got it. Right. JP's got it. You know what I mean? And there's there's only been literally, I think I know I've talked about this with you before. I don't know if it's on the air. There's only ever been one time in my entire career that Chris made sure that I've listened to him. And the reason was we were getting close to a show and I did three high days in a row. Yeah. And I just remember, like, I, truthfully, it was so funny. He sent me the email. He's like, I need another high day. Make sure you have two double cheeseburgers with meal five. Do this, do this. And I remember reading it and I told Evian, I said, I think I'm just going to do ground beef for that meal. Like, I already started undoing it because it just in my head, I was like, dude, we're like 10 days out, you know. And literally, as I'm talking to her, I get a text. I need you to just do what I said. And I'm like, fuck, he knows. Like he knew I was going to have a hard time with another high day. Yeah. So, so I did follow through, but, but the point is, is you shouldn't, I shouldn't have done that. He knows the goal. He knows what we're doing and he's had me for a decade. We're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, well, so I do understand that moment. It's just for, for people like you and I, they're obsessed with being shredded. It's probably opposite of most people. I'm never worried about being big. I'm like, I got that, but I got to be peeled because the physique's ugly. If it's not sliced out of its mind, it's not good enough. I always had the, I'm not quite big enough. So I have to be sliced out of my mind so that all the nooks and crannies are deep enough that my, you know, muscles look rounder. Like it's actually so funny because you are the reverse of most people. They say I'm not quite big enough. So I need to be heavier, which just makes them look smaller. Yeah, because I, I knew that when so my take was if you're a tall guy and you're not peeled, that means there's a like a larger area of there'll be some area on your body that's not peeled. Right. And mm-hmm. it's bigger than the other guys because you're bigger. True. So you've got a bigger area that's not shredded. That's uh, visually which makes it very obvious that it's not shredded. Yeah. You know how like if Jose is peeled everywhere but doesn't have his glutes like ripped, ripped. They're, they're a lot smaller. Right. Yeah. Like his glutes the top are to smaller. bottom of his ass is smaller. So, <laughs> and everything's big on him. So it's like, well, he's pretty shredded, but if like a tall guy, it doesn't have shredded glutes. It's like a, you know, a foot and a half long. Right. And it just, I don't know. It just to me, always looked so much more visible. It was always like more of a red, big, bright red light. Like I'm not shredded. I think too, though, you can, um, it's so funny you say that. Uh, so Chris used to work with Troy Alves, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And Troy's yeah. legs are small. They're just small. Like, they oh, just are. Troy wasn't big at all. I'm, but, I, uh, I mean, he was 211 him. pounds on stage at the Olympia. At, like, 5'9". Um, yeah, but you'd watch his progression. He was never fat, ever, ever, no. ever, ever. But even in, in the beginning of his offseason, his legs looked tiny. By the time he's on stage, you forgot because there was so much detail everywhere. You were too busy complimenting him on how shredded he was to remember his legs were a little little thin. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and I really believe that. It's like you're too busy noticing all the crazy shit. And it's like, eh, everyone's legs are a little bit smaller. Like, that's fine. So the word he's the only guy that has that detail. <laughs> so the word busy, I actually like oh, use that word. word a lot. I was like, you want your physique to be as busy as possible because it distracts from issues. Right. Like the, the more you have going on, 
you know, there's a wild party there and a wild party over there. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. His pecs are jumping and his lats are strided and everything. It just conditioning, just it, it, it distracts from all the things that might be wrong with you, you know? JJ Marsh so. told me uh, back in the day, his, his thing was this. He said, listen, the judges have a job to do. They have to look at everyone. But the question is, who do they want to keep looking at? Where does their eye want to go back to? And when right. you are shredded, once they've glanced across at all of you, they're going to want to, ooh, ah. Uh. And then when you're moving and shit's moving with it, he goes, they can't help it. And that's, yeah. it was funny because he was explaining to me how a guy like me can win because he's like, odds are you're, you're going to have one of the least superior genetic physiques as far as structure that's up there. So you have to have so much detail that they forget. And right. I actually understood that so immensely because I've been to enough shows where you see it. And it's like, this guy's, I have a friend that he came into a show and he was so peeled, I forgot he had a torn pack. Right. <laughs> right I was right. literally so busy being like, how the fuck did he do that? And I'm like, oh God, oh, that's right. Your pack is like gone. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah. So that's fine. I'm busy. I'm, I'm stealing that. That's, that's now been stolen. I will, I will, you know, give you a little credit every time I use the word. <laughs> I've, I've got one here for you. Shoot. Um, what is the biggest mental hurdle that you ever had to overcome as a bodybuilder? Hmm. I would say, I mean, here for me, I, it was tricky because this is weird because I, I didn't really feel like it was an, an enormous hurdle. But so I came on the scene quickly. I won junior nationals. I took fifth at the USA's. And then I had a fluke of a 10th place finish at nationals the following year. Um, it was a fluke. and I knew it was a fluke. And it was a fluke. And it was a fluke. And then the following year, I got a 10th place finish again. And now the question is, was the USA's a fluke or was 10th place a fluke? Because I have right. two tenths and one fifth. Um, so it was overcoming that, um, which wasn't extremely difficult because I knew I wasn't my best. But I'd be lying if I didn't say it made the next show enormously important. Like, I think if I wouldn't have placed in the top five at my next show, I would have retired. Right. Um, because it would have been like, oh, I was wrong. Right. You know what I mean? And I never had a bad placing like that again. Um, but yeah, that was, I will admit, and no one knew that, but for me, it was a like, oh shit. You know, like the first one, I was certain, like we died it too far. It was that. Then the second one, it was kind of like, I'm getting dusted here. <laughs> right. right. And I think I was a little added pressure, kind of similar to the blessing thing I was talking about earlier, only it wasn't self-induced, which was I was getting paid. I was the, probably the only guy there making real money and I was getting my ass kicked and it was like, shit, is that justified? <laughs> like, and then you're wondering, is, yeah, is this going to end? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Should I be getting paid or you right. know what I mean? Like, right. because at the time it, social media wasn't what it is now. Like now it would have made me blink. I'd be like, the fucking show doesn't even matter. But right. then it was kind of like, this might all come to an end. And it was a significant, uh, place in my income so yeah that was that was definitely the time how about you um yeah i mean well one of the biggest hurdles obviously was rehabbing my quad and dealing with my quad tear but i i was already done competing when that happened generally yeah yeah, yeah. so when i think of like challenge as a bodybuilder 
Um, I mean, it would have been just having to deal with, you know, they say second place is like the worst place to get because, you know, you're the first loser. Right. And you're like, if you're third or fourth or fifth, you're like, okay, well, back to the drawing board. But if you're second, you're like, if I would have done like one more carb, low carb day, would I have won that show? Right. Like if I had not carb loaded, would I have won that show? Mm-hmm. If I had like just done something different or thought differently or, or th- just thought differently at six weeks out, would I have maybe won that show? Mm-hmm. And that is a huge, like, that's tough. And it's, it's, it's also too, like, I haven't talked about this for a while cause it's like old news, but you know, I was second 10 times at pro qualifiers. So, so like I watched the guy in front of me turn pro. Because he would usually win the overall or at least get the second card. Right. Right. Because a super heavyweight would either get the card or he'd get the second card. So it's like no matter what, the guy in front of me was pretty much gone every fucking time I got second. Yeah, pro, so you were next pro, in line, so to pro, speak. <laughs> pro. Pro. And I was like, fuck. So then you start to think like, well, you know, most bodybuilders, they either got it, right? Phil Heath, yeah. Yeah. you know, walks into the USA's, got it. Yeah. Or they don't got it, which is most bodybuilders. They don't got it to be like a pro. Right. Maybe the reality is that you are just 1% off that cutoff. Mm-hmm. Your genetics are just 1% not enough. Or your work ethic is 1% not enough. Or your decision making is 1% not correct enough. Right. And maybe it's just a decimal point of effort that you think you're putting in, but you're not, that it could have changed the tide on that. You could have beat that guy. If you started right. your diet over again right now and did the same show, maybe you would have beat that guy. That that starts to add up, and it gets really tough. And I'm not really – honestly, people go, how did you get past that? And first of all, I I genuinely loved bodybuilding and competing. And pushing right. for my, I love the process. Right. That was one of the major things. Like, you cannot do that if you don't want to do it. Right. You know, it'll, 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 you'll find a way to get out of doing it. Like, you can't do that many shows and come that close if you don't really, really, really want to be there. Right. And then, secondly, is I'm super stubborn. So there's like a stubbornness that most people, most people are probably better off not being that stubborn <laughs> right it's not even a good quality maybe maybe yeah, it's a bad you're all, quality you're all, yeah i'm not necessarily saying it's a good thing yeah i mean because you have that type of stubbornness and direct it towards like a toxic relationship and right. you wind up spending like 20 years with the wrong person right? right like you can like that type of stubbornness where i'm like no i'm fucking doing this that type of stubbornness can destroy your life if you pick the wrong thing and apply it to it right so then you start to wonder, like all this stuff starts to like, like, is this my greatest quality or is this my downfall? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, I'm, and I could, you could see yourself. I mean, from the if if someone didn't know, I mean, I imagine people in your life who would have never guessed your life to be where it is now could have thought that bodybuilding was your toxic relationship. Yeah. Like, I'm, what I'm are you wondering... doing with your life? I've asked You're a few of my building. really yeah. I've asked a few of my close friends like, hey, did you ever did you ever come close to like stepping in? 
<laughs> Which is, it's a valid question. That's a very, like, to a true friend. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> so I think it, people would know the line, though, because I could see, Ron, like, you come to me after your second, second place. I'm like, are you out of your mind? Of course you keep going. It's right there. After yeah. your seventh, I might be like, you are seven years older. Well, yeah, plus the odd, plus I got a fifth and a sixth and a third and a fourth in there. So you're 10 years yeah. older, 11 years yeah. older. So when you're looking at that, you're like, okay, I can I definitely. First, and then I had the win and didn't get the card. Yeah, I could see how it would be at some point if I'm in your shoes. I could definitely, I know, and you, and you are a logical person. You don't do, you're not wasteful. And you, you are, there's a reason you are where you are financially in life. And it's not because you've made millions of dollars. It's because you make sound decisions. So your passion for bodybuilding is why you kept going. It wasn't even about the card anymore. I no, really don't think it was. I think you love bodybuilding. <laughs> yeah, and then there'd be the odd time. Like, you know how people can say shit and you, you're you pretty good at, like, moving past it and, like, ah, whatever the fuck that guy says, I don't give a shit. Right. But then every once in a while, somebody, like, you really respect will, you know, openly say, and they're not talking about you. Right. But they'll openly say something like, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, some of these guys are just so delusional about turning pro. I mean, they just don't know when to call it quits. Like, they're coming back to... I'm seeing him in Miami at nationals, you know, five, six, seven years in a row. And you're like, I'm at 10. <laughs> and you're thinking, uh, you're 14. Right. Uh, fuck. <laughs> so then you have these moments like, oh, shit, you know? So sometimes that like invades your mind and then you have to like deal with that. Like, how much does this really weigh? Is this like mm-hmm. important, you know, this, yep. this, this thing? And, and so there's like that there's that stuff. So it's, it's, it's tough to manage and, you know, you have to like make decisions and then it did get so that like, I wasn't just automatically like renewed for another year every time, you know, like, right. Cause most of the seconds, like the first half of them, I'm like, Kate got second today. Kate, fuck it. Let's go. Prep starts tomorrow. Right. And just like, you know, just, but then, you know, I remember 2010, I remember I said to my girlfriend at the time, I was like, I don't know. I think that might have been it. And she's like, okay, well, let's, you know, let's go eat, you know? And mm-hmm. so it, it wasn't as automatic. Right. So, but, you know, at the end of the day, I, I always wanted to prove something to myself. And that was one thing that kept me going was like, I know, I always believed I could, I could earn a pro card and I just, I just didn't want to quit. And I just thought, fuck, you know? So, but yeah, that, that's tough mentally when you're, when you're close like that. Like I think about how hard that was for me and, and I think about Jay cause you know, that's the Olympia. Yeah. And obviously he's like in a position where there's a ton of more money involved. So it's still financially worth it to like keep pushing and all that stuff. But I know that Jay didn't care about the money at the time. He wanted to be Mr. Olympia. Yeah, that's what that's what drove that's what, what drove, drove him. him. Yeah, you know? he wasn't there for the hundred grand. <laughs> yeah, back then the Hummer. Yeah, so so you know I think man that's uh, you know I, so you know at the end of the day I mean whether or not that was you know long term a worthy use of my time and energy I try to be proud of of the fact that I was at least able to like close that chapter properly in mm-hmm. a way. You know, maybe not the way I, I dreamed of as a kid, you know, but right. just like, you know, at least make it like, you know, so that it's like, it's a book that's like finished. Right. Like, it's but, not like chapter 10 and there's like pages missing. Right. Like, that was always my, always my like fear. 
But I think at the same, I mean, you can have a finished book and I, I bring this up, not for you, but for the, for the, everyone listening is I think that the chase for a pro card or for the fame or the money of bodybuilding, some of us have forgotten that you just love doing this. Not yeah. you, all of yeah. us that are, that are on here. And you got to remember is had you went eight, 10 years, whatever, let's say the year before you turned pro, you, you stopped you would not look back and regret it because look at the memories, look where it puts you, look at the world travel. Yeah. And yeah. forget, I'm not, and I'm not saying, I know everyone won't have those things, but I really think people need to remember because on the flip, um, you know, I don't know if I take up bass fishing when I'm done with this, I'm going to go buy a hundred thousand dollar boat. I'm going to go buy all this shit. And in five years I might decide I don't really like bass fishing that much and sell it and lose money. But if I enjoyed it for those five years, it wasn't a loss. Like, I, I think that right, yeah. there's something that, that I can't stand about our world in general, which is if something doesn't play out the way we thought it would, we say it wasn't meant to be. And it's like, no, maybe that's exactly what it was meant to be. Yeah. What yeah. it was. Hey, you, you know, know the I mean? old thing about The Rock, he said, not making the NFL, being a football reject is like, look at him now. Ha, ha, yeah. ha. He doesn't have CTE. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and I, and I you know? think he's made a hell of a lot more money than he would have playing football. So you know, yeah, and and, <laughs> and, and fame and all those and other al things. Also, too, um, another thing that was weird for me that I don't know if I've ever mentioned, but when Mutant first signed me and I first started traveling with Rich, uh huh, because that was kind of how it started. Like I started traveling with Mutant, and like right away, Rich was added to the mix. I think I only did like a couple of things where we didn't have Rich, right? You know, and um. I remember like just the pandemonium about rich and all this stuff. And I didn't have a pro card yet. Right. right? It was 2012. I didn't have a pro card. And, and then also too, you know, like they were sending me to the Olympia and the Arnold and I had a little bit of imposter syndrome. I know what you mean. Like, I remember like standing at the booth. I'm like, why am I here? Like, and of course there's people talking to you and it's all like on the outside, it's all fun and cool. There's people chatting, you're signing stuff. Right. But, I remember I just sort of had this feeling like no one's really here to see me. Like I could just leave and the booth would still be the same and like no one would really notice. Right. And so I remember feeling like that a little bit, like a little bit of imposter syndrome, you know, like I'd see, I'd walk past the other booths and I'd see like, you know, Seth and Flex and I'm waving at guys and they're saying hi. And then I get to the booth and I'm like, I'm not a pro. Right. Like why the fuck am I at this booth? Like, I could see rich. He's like an exception, but like, what do I have? Like, I'm not a pro and I'm not rich. So if I'm right. not a pro and I'm not rich, like, why am I even here? Like, but I just better smile. I want to keep my job and keep talking to people. I remember there's a little bit of like awkwardness on, I don't know if it ever showed, but I was like, I remember feeling it. Right. Oh, and that's just cause you know, sometimes we don't let ourselves enjoy things as much as we should at first, or we, you know, put too much pressure on ourselves to like, you know, be more than we, you know, whatever. I don't know how to word it. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I think that's why it's important that people see, like, I love, a lot of bodybuilders are very against where the industry is and where the world is. And I'm the opposite. I look, and not, and not just because I cash in on it, but because I really think that's the way the world works. You got to adjust. You got to move. Um, you know, Rich is a prime example. He's bigger than bodybuilding 
He's yeah. bigger than the IFBB for sure. His lines and his, uh, I don't even want to say popular, but his reach on impacting people is as high as anyone. You th- you mean, I mean, what, what, what's the last show Rob Bailey did? <laughs> yeah. So here's a funny thing. Here's a funny thing that you just sort of pointed out, which is the, the, the lesson of the whole thing. Right. Is Rich taught me. So here I am at first, I have imposter syndrome, right? Right. Like, why am I here? I'm not a pro and I'm not you, right? right. Like Rich. Yeah. He showed me, he's like, guess what? You don't have to be either one of those things anymore. Be you. Right. right. Like you, like, why the fuck not? Like, why can't you be the draw without a pro card and without tattoos? Like, you don't right. have to be me and you don't have to be like, it's just all about the way you handle it and present yourself. And, you know, I remember he used to show me his phone all the time and he'd be like, none of that stuff fucking matters anymore. None yeah. of that stuff matters anymore. Yeah, like, I got well, you, don't have a, you don't have a pro card? No one on here even cares. Yeah. No one, half the people that are on this don't even know you don't have a pro card. I remember him saying that to me. You know, when I, when I turned pro, it's funny. It was a realization I had when I turned pro and I, I'm not somebody who put the IFBB in my name. I shouldn't care. But I remember, like, I put up a post somehow just saying, because it wasn't exciting. It was a relief. <laughs> yeah. I finally did it. So I, I put that up. And I had, like, multiple people literally comment, I didn't know you weren't a pro. Yeah. yeah, yeah because, because not only do they not know, but they don't know that the USA is, is not a pro show. Like, they don't know. They yeah. follow me because I'm funny at Costco. Right. And then you start yeah. finding out, I mean, truthfully, and, and, and that's why it's lesson. funny, but, but you make jokes and stuff, and they don't even know that you're not a great bodybuilder. Like, yeah. I'll tell people, like, I'm like, I'm not a great bodybuilder, and they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, well, I mean, in the world scheme, yes, I can win any show in town easily, but against the very, very best, I'm terrible. <laughs> like, that's, and they don't, that's they also, don't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing that the Expos taught me, like exposure to that taught me, because coming from where I like, I was a guy that knew everyone's placing and everyone's story and all the guys and the order with which they started and retired and the history of like, I, I just, I was one of those kids that knew all the nineties and two thousands bodybuilding right. trivia. Right. So I assume that, you know, the other people at the expo that stand in line to get a shirt and a, and a picture with you are the same. Yeah. But then I quickly learned at the Arnold. I remember my first Arnold with rich he like kept pointing out to me. He's like, half these people don't know who anybody here is. They're just here because the expo is like the biggest event in town. And they, they drive up every year from their tiny little town, two States away. And they get some free merch and hope to see Arnold. Yeah. And they're just, they don't even like, they don't even necessarily know me. They just see the line and they just want to get in it. Yeah. Or they He's see like, the freak factor. I mean, yeah, the freak how, factor. how would you not want to get a picture with him? Yeah. So he just kept saying like, all this stuff that you have in your head about your your where you fit in and the levels and stuff, a lot of these people they didn't even aware of the levels. Yeah, you're just they didn't even know there's levels. Yeah, you know they don't have a fucking clue. I could tell them that I'm gonna be Mr. Olympia, and they'd be like, "Oh fuck!" Like, you know, like Rich was Rich was great for that. He's funny. Put it yeah, in perspective. Well, yeah, it really helps. So, no, I, I think it's awesome, I, but I like that people realize that. It's it's funny, and I know we're closing in, so we'll let this go. But, yeah, I'm actually at uh, 4%. Something that I that Tom and I talked about the other day, uh, 
he's getting ready for his first. Uh, he's gonna do the uh, junior nationals in the USA's. And uh, Todd, my video guy, said, uh, "Man, you think you think you'll go turn pro this year?" And Tommy goes, "God, I hope not." <laughs> and uh, and I laughed because I knew what he meant. And he's like, "What?" And he was like, "Well, a, I'm not ready." And that would be the worst thing to happen to me. He goes, yeah, because it would be over. <laughs> where do you where you do know? you go to? He yeah, goes, where do you, he goes do you hopefully mean? I'll have years of chasing that I'll get to enjoy. And the funny part is Tommy's wired different. He's not even talking, he's talking about getting it. Years to chase it and have yeah, fun yeah. and be in the mix. And yeah. it's funny because I would love to take credit for that as a mentor, but it's just he's always had that mindset is he loves to live the life and grind. He reminds me of you then. Yeah. Like yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, sure, at some point he'd like to check the box, I'm sure. But he's ever he's never actually told that to me. Ever. Yeah. And I fucking love it because it's it's about the grind and he gets it. Like it taking me years. Like I remember in 2011, had I come in the way I looked three weeks out, I would have turned pro. Yeah, but and you guys would and I wouldn't be on this show right now and no one would know my name. <laughs> well so. It's a good thing to keep in mind, everybody. You got to embrace a grind. And uh, I'm on 3%, so we obviously had a good grind because I had a full battery when we started. I live on an American plug life, but yeah, it's all good, buddy. I'm just got to yeah, go. I got to go train. A little far. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. And um, yeah, we were looking forward. We got another couple of guests that we're going to confirm dates with. Like I said, we got John Jewett booked. Um, so we're looking forward to this stuff. And uh, thanks for joining us. And thanks for supporting. And like, share, subscribe, comment, ring the bell. Ding. And I love the crickets last episode. Great touch. <laughs> okay. And thanks to Scott for piping in on the indie talk there when we were Instagram dumb. Yes. And uh, helping us out with some of that stuff. He's, uh, he's right there when we need him. It's every time. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Remember, it's just bodybuilding. <laughs>